Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey everybody, it's Zach. Uh, just popping in here before the episode to let you know that this was recorded in July of 2021, so a little whiles ago. Uh, so that's why things might sound a little dated and also why Martin's the host. Uh, so congratulations, Martin Stans. He's back just for the one episode. Uh I mean, he's he's moved on. He has uh, sloughed the plane of Weezer existence that is the Feels Like Weezer podcast. Um, he's still alive. He's not dead. I promise. Uh, you can you can find that out. He probably is still posting on his band camp. He's okay. God, why are you all so worried? Anyway, and make sure you stick around to the, through the end of the episode because Jordan D. White is going to be playing his cover of Miss Sweeney uh, here on the Feels Like Weezer podcast. It's not live, obviously, but, you know, it, we're going to pretend that it is. Oh, it's it's a live performance by Jordan D. White and on the ukulele and other instruments. It's fantastic. You can check it out on his band camp. Uh, definitely pick that up. Uh, otherwise, enjoy the episode. Feels Like Weezer Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to Feels Like Weezer. It's the podcast where we talk about uh, every Weezer song, uh, song by song, track by track. My name is Martin David Tapia. I'm a musician and amateur songwriter, and I'll be uh, one of your hosts for this episode. And I am Eric Nash from Watchmen Minute. I'm your other host. And we've got a guest. Guest. Hi there. I'm I'm Jordan D. White. I am an editor at Marvel Comics, and I am getting into Weezer really, really hard right now. Ooh, I love that for you. <laughs> Me too. It's a blast. I'm actually kind of doing that too. Like since I started hosting this podcast with Eric, not that I wasn't like I don't know that I wasn't familiar more or less with Weezer before, but going song by song is a uh, it's a whole. It's, I feel like I'm I'm trying to level up. I'm scurrying my way up the ladder of Weezer fandom. Uh, one, eventually, I'll I'll get to the point where I absolutely hate the band and can't stand anything that they've ever done. That's like that's the a lot of fans, level. right? Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the top level fan. That's how you know that somebody really likes Weezer. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So every episode we talk about a different uh, Weezer song. Today is no different. Uh, and today we're talking about Miss Sweeney. Uh, this is uh, track 11 on the deluxe edition of the Red Album, clocking in at a robust uh, 4 minutes and 2 seconds. Hi, hello Miss Sweeney, could you please come in my office for a second? I'm heading home for the day and I thought it'd be good for you and me to check in. I met with the gal from Expo and they do have the slab cabinets in white. 
She thinks we can take the measurements down at the site If we do that we'll be just fine, Miss Sweeney That's all I got to say to you at this time, Miss Sweeney Actually, there's one other thing I'm on my mind you make the rain clouds disappear That sounded great. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's so funny about that. It It did. did. It sounded beautiful to me. All right. Well, let's. uh, What do we have to say about this song? Do uh, Do we want to start with you, Eric? Do you want to start talking? Uh, sure. Um, you know, it's 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 a song I hadn't really paid much attention to. I mean, I I I know I I'd heard it at least probably like three times from from the from uh, getting the deluxe edition wait 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 wait, wait, wait. this is a song yeah. that a host of a song by song weezer yeah. podcast had maybe heard three times before yeah. yeah you know essentially you know just just essentially at the time of starting the show because okay yeah i'll i need to go get the deluxe edition of red now i mean i only had the normal all right I only ever really listened to the normal prior to that i do um, feel like this is kind of a deep cut no well, yeah, I mean, it's got to be a deep cut if it's coming from a, you know, or it wasn't on the original album. <laughs> well, I see, that's the that's the thing that I'm learning. So, so like I said, I'm just yeah. getting into Weezer. Well, that's not 100% true. I was into Weezer when they started. Right. I was. I listened yeah. to Blue. I listened to Pinkerton. I listened to Green. I listened to Maladroit, but I only half listened to it and then make believe even like a quarter listened to it at the time. <laughs> at some point, I got the Red album. Don't know when. At some point, and then I, when White came out, people told me it was good. I got it. I loved it. I don't know why this year I've decided to get back into them, but I did. I listened to all the albums I had, fell in love with them all over again, including the ones I didn't know that well. Now, here's my que- here's the question is what I don't know. Because now I'm getting all the albums I don't have, and I'm because I'm yeah. a crazy person, and I'm like a completist. <laughs> I'm trying to get all the stuff I, I can get. So I'm going for all the deluxe editions. I'm I'm yeah, seeking right. them out, and I'm going. Well, obviously, if there's four other songs, I'm getting that version. Um, is that like how? What is the? <laughs> are they not common? Like, did they come out later? Where didn't they come out at the same time? Or did they not? Yeah, they did. I'm pretty sure they came out at the same time. No, Eric, do you uh, know this I'm, for sure? No, I I wasn't actually aware that that was the case for this one. I mean, I know other ones like. Like blue, I mean, it it that's deluxe edition did not come out at the same time. Right, that was more yeah. of an anniversary yeah, one. Right. But I'm I'm talking about like uh, yeah, the ones in the middle here. Red, yeah, uh, it's possible. Ratitude, Hurley. <laughs> I don't. I know. just bought those. That's where I am in my listening. I just bought the Hurley deluxe edition like last week. Mm-hmm. This is. I feel like we're kind of in the same place because I've been uh like kind of deep diving into these albums, the same three that you just said, uh, Red, Ratitude, and Hurley. And I just listened to Hurley for the first time in a long time. So that that was uh, fun. But... Well, I'll, well I'll tell, I mean, I'll tell you, I, I, having, having not, I get why people don't like these albums, and those albums especially, like Ratitude and Hurley more so. I get it. But it's very different going into them years later after everybody tells you they're bad for a long time because low expectations and then i go in and go oh this is fun yeah (laughs) they're fun it's fine it's it's not a big deal um (laughs) like i get it can't stop partying i get it 
I get why people don't aren't into it. But like, whatever. It's fine. <laughs> so you guys asked me if there was a Red Album song I liked. And Red Album has a bunch of decent songs on it. Um, but I think it's hard to say favorite because I also do really like Greatest Man Who Ever Lived. But this might be my other favorite song on the whole thing. And I know this is crazy and i know you're probably both sitting there going what but that's a thing that i've also found happens because i'm coming at them so much later and without any input from anyone else who's into weezer <laughs> like i'm just a hundred percent on my own going this miss sweeney song is really interesting no this is um, a respectable favorite to have for sure this i would <laughs> i i think this is a, a great favorite song for the red album Okay. All right. Good. I'm not. Yeah. 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 No, no, not at all. And I think that you, uh, you're making a good point. This kind of ties back into what I was saying uh, in the beginning of the episode. I think like part of the um, thing about the super Weezer fans that have a problem every time. And this was maybe more of a thing back in at this time, like when the Red Album came out. Like every time Weezer does a new thing, and this has been the case since the the beginning, the Blue Album, and then right. Pinkerton is a little different. Then people are always like, "Oh, this isn't what Weezer sounds like. Like this, yeah. it, this is not what I expect." But um, I think it's nice, and definitely with the you know the hindsight and a little yeah. time between us and these uh, older albums, I think that yeah, I agree with you one hundred percent, Jordan, that they sound great. I mean, going in with because how many albums are they at now? Fifteen albums. Like going into it when they have 15 or 14 albums or however many it is, and and it's just clear, oh, what they do is they try stuff. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. So I don't have the disappointment that people had of going, what is this album going to be? I hope it's the thing that I like. And then going, oh, it's not the thing. So, I mean, you know, going forward, maybe I'll have that. You never know. I hope I won't because I hope that having experienced their whole back catalog i'll go no they're about doing stuff and so obviously whatever their next album is uh is not going to be anything like van weezer um <laughs> maybe or maybe it'll be exactly maybe they'll release van weezer again but under a different name yeah right well, that would that would be like radiohead's uh kid a and amnesiac that were kind of sister albums that's true you know, that's had, true that have pretty pretty similar feel to them that's true yeah. So, so this song, like, I, I don't know what it is about. I mean, first of all, obviously, the most striking thing at the at the first time you hear the song is Rivers being a weirdo, um, <laughs> which is which is which is classic, right? But like in a way that's not normal. Like he's doing this weird attack of the vocals. Um, hello, Masweeney. Like, and it, it's it's just. It just caught my attention. I was like, what is happening? And then and it, it's like he's he's acting. He's doing vocal acting. Yeah. Uh, he's doing character work. Like, because he's like the plot of the song is that he's a boring business person. Yeah, I, I, don't I think know so. What he yeah. Does. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know well, what he does I mean, exactly. Was, wasn't, that with... a, wasn't that a Will, Will Ferrell thing? The Mr. Monotone? Guy, <laughs> there you go. There you yeah. go. Yeah, so he does business. He buys cabinets. There's a property that is owned, and someone deposits cash. So whatever. Um, and he's talking to his secretary, who he's secretly in love with. And so he's very boring in the verses and the chorus in the verses. And then at the chorus, he kind of bursts out into this, you know, beautiful song about how he loves her. And 
it literally is saying that he's talking to her and he actually says it out loud for the first time by accident. <laughs> kind of by accident. <laughs> it's I, I like it's I don't know, it's super delightful. I mean, and you know, yeah, it's because it's a rivers song. There's definitely a way to read it where you go, no, this is creepy and wrong. Uh, because as a boss, you're not supposed to be in love with your secretary. You're definitely not supposed to tell her. <laughs> like, all of these things are true. But it's just, if you can get past that and go, it's fine, I'm going to enjoy it for what it is. It's. I think it's just a really fun song. Well, and it's, kind of, and it's, and it's interesting, too. I mean, you know, uh, that it, it kind of takes, uh, I don't think there's any, any kind of little, even little possibly small uh, tiny reference to uh this this character that he's being because he is not this kind of you know, person i mean and at, no. least, at least at least from the job point of view <laughs> or having a secretary point of view right. as far as i know i mean maybe well he does have an assistant that, i mean because does, she yeah. co-wrote the song <laughs> well that's that is true that is true that <laughs> which is, is also weird that is weird yeah <laughs> it but, is weird. but my bigger point there is that you know there's no indication of uh as is so cliche and tropey that he has a wife. That's true. That's you're right. There's no, there's no indication that Mm -hmm. I don't, he doesn't have a name, so I don't know what to call him. That Mr. Business. (laughs) (laughs) It is, it is weird though, because it does make that he wrote it with his assistant because I, it does make me go, Oh geez. What, how did that happen? Like what (laughs) was the beginning of it? Who had the idea? And I don't know. <laughs> I was hoping that I would be able to find some information on this. And um, I don't know. I, I wasn't able to find anything. I'd be interested in, in that story. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, so so there actually is the name there on Wizardpedia, Sarah T. Kim. And so, I mean, I, I kind of wonder, maybe Asian? Um, <laughs> presumably. Yeah. Presumably. Um, <laughs> he's, he's got a fetish. We know that. <laughs> Um, but, but then the additional thing for her Weezerpedia page, (laughs) um, uh, uh, his assistant from 2001 to 2018, I mean, good 17 years. Oh, that's up until right just recently. Yeah. 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 Goodness gracious. That's significantly after the song came out. When did it come out? Uh, 2008. Yep. So yeah, she was still his assistant for 10, 10 more years. Dang. Um, it's, I think it's a funny song. I think that. I think that Weezer is at its best. Is that true? I, yeah, I think that Weezer is at its best when it has a little bit of a sense of humor, uh, which is m- most of the time. Um, I mean, that's not always true. Sometimes their serious songs are great as well. But yeah. that's what I love about this one. It's a fun concept. It's executed super uh, f- funly. Oh, wow. That was <laughs> speaking. Um, I, I know I, I did look at. Uh, Weezerpedia as well. I know uh, Brian really wanted it to be on the album and, and nobody else wanted it to be on the album, apparently. Uh, so he was pleased it got on on here. Me too. Like if this was a lost, I'm so glad it's not a lost track because it, I, I I really adore it. I really adore it. It would almost seem like Brian's, uh, you know, wanting to have it on. It's probably, I'm kind of trying to read between the lines here a little bit maybe um, because he spent as much time as he did trying to get this you know, Indian sitar drone style. He did a great job though. It it was a neat, I mean, that's the other thing is that it it feels very tonally different from the verse. Like that, that's the thing that's so fun about it is that in addition to rivers doing that, like boring voice, uh, 
with the weird enunciation, like the, the, the music is very different. Um, I, uh, well, I'm going to tell you a thing that happened today, which is that I spent less time than I would have liked to, but, uh, a pretty decent amount of time uh, recording a cover of this song today. <laughs> nice. Uh, I I didn't finish. I only I got I got through. I think I might have done all the instruments. I'm not sure if I'm going to add any more instruments. And I was in the middle of doing the vocals, but I ran out of time, and it was time for the podcast. Um, but I was trying to figure it out, and you know the chords in the in the chorus are. I'm sorry, in the verse, I should say the chords in the verse are. What's well, like a little riff, but it's a riff based on like a major chord it's not a minor song but it's like i don't know it feels very minor and creepy to me or 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 dark Mm -hmm. during the the verses to me and then it brightens up during the chorus which i think is really impressively done i don't know exactly how they did it but part of it is that droning guitar sound for sure yeah i love that contrast between the uh the verses and the chorus it's a yeah it's um it's great i was just thinking i don't know if you guys hear this at all or if you thought of it earlier but the chorus reminds me of um kind of the melody of suzanne the uh oh yeah i knew there was something yeah yep there you go yeah i think that's i wonder Um, if that's why rivers didn't want to put it on the album yeah it's i mean they're not exactly the same but i think it is like right in the same uh it's like kind of the same melody in the beginning not exactly the same uh phrasing but yeah yeah so uh, is. yeah, oh, yeah, man. Now this song is no, no. <laughs> we, yeah, everything has to be always original, one hundred percent of the time. It's the only way that music can be good. If it's every part of it is a new and original thing that nobody has ever thought of before. Uh, <laughs> um, no, that's silly. No, that is, you're right. That is silly. Uh, I, well, can I? That actually reminds me that I, I want like. If, if, if you'll permit me to talk about, uh, again, a little bit more broadly about Weezer and Please. Rivers. Sure. Uh, like, I, I'll tell you, I get aggravated at Weezer fans. I could just stop there. But I get <laughs> aggravated at Weezer fans. Totally understandable. Freaking out and, and being so dismissive about the way Rivers says he writes songs. And going, oh, he's got algorithms. Oh, he has spreadsheets. This ju- he's doing math. That's not creative. No, dude, that is creative. He's that's just the way he's doing it. Like it's still he's still writing a song. Like it doesn't make a difference if he wrote down 27 different lyrics in a spreadsheet and then found a way to assemble them to make a, an art and to make art like that's it's still art at the end. <laughs> he still is the one who put those words in that order and made it work like it's it's a neat thing. He, it, just because he's organizing his thoughts in a different way than than most people would do doesn't make it any less artistic. Like, like, why is it better if he thinks of them spontaneously and writes them down on a paper for the first time? Why is that better? It's not. It's not. That's romanticizing the idea mm-hmm. of artistic creation as like divine inspiration. But that's not a thing. Rivers is doing the work to make art. And that's absolutely awesome. Um it's very cool. I've definitely run into people who, um, yeah, have this opinion that uh, somehow, yeah, the this this uh, Rivers process is uh, like 
more invalid than I don't know how maybe it might be people don't know how people write songs, but there are infinity ways I th- I'm pretty yeah. sure to yeah. write a song, and um, especially considering the fact that Rivers has written some of the most beloved songs, like whether or not you even like them, just like in general, the some of the most beloved songs mm-hmm. ever written ever <laughs> brought into this world. It's a uh, you know, you can't argue with results is all I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's it's this weird thing. And it, and it's obviously it's a thing that fandom shares with every fandom shares with every other fandom in different ways. But in, it's weird to see it in Weezer. This idea that the fans are like, I understand how Rivers works better than he does. Like, I know what's better for him than he does. He's doing it wrong. His decisions are wrong. He should be doing this. And it's like, get out of here get out of here <laughs> this guy is writing the song he's the artist you can like it or not like it of course and you can decide they're no longer for you because what they're doing is no longer cool but you don't know like again i don't know him i don't have any idea why he does what he does i'm just saying i it doesn't make it any less artistic and valid a way to create something like if if you think he is uh, he has discovered the cheat code to write songs without actually writing songs. By all means, open up a spreadsheet and start putting down <laughs> ideas. In. All right. By all means. <laughs> That's true. And you know, I wonder if there's something about like Weezer or like uh, Rivers Cuomo in particular that like invites that kind of um, like uh, because I f- I feel that too sometimes. Like the thing where you're like. You know what? I really actually understand like where Rivers is coming from as a person. Like there, I think there might be something about like his songwriting or the lyrics, especially maybe in the early albums. But I think this continues all the way through. That kind of invites um, like a, a familiarity that maybe yeah. certain other bands. I mean, some other bands probably invite as well. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel that. So maybe I mean, he certainly writes. So so the other band uh, about a year ago, actually, wow, it must be almost a year and a half now ago, like pretty soon after the pandemic started, um, I had another band that I got into like mm-hmm. all at once wholeheartedly. And that was R.E.M. And th- obviously incredibly d- different band from Weezer. But and and their fans are also just super passionate about them. But I think like if part of it you're right like the lyrics that michael stipe writes i mean i'll be honest with you i don't understand them most of the time (laughs) like there are songs that i get but most of the time i only end up really getting them when he explains what they're about and it's like oh yeah yeah yeah. now i get it like i just enjoy the song and the music and maybe a turn of phrase but i don't they're not clear to me whereas weezer is a much more simplistic uh simplistic sounds dismissive i don't mean it that way a much more straightforward uh, here's what I'm singing about kind of song most of the time, most of the time. Yeah. 100%. I mean, again, this one, yeah, this one is a sketch practically. Like it's, it's, it's like a sketch comedy thing. You, you, it's very clear what's happening. A boss, a secretary, <laughs> they fall in love or he falls well, in love with her at least. I mean, okay. So have you seen the sketch then? The, are you talking about the, the performance they did? Right. I did. I did. Yeah, I watched AOL that sessions. again today. I did. I watched it again today. It was very weird. Super weird. It's good. Uh, I like I like there being a dancer particularly. I think that's really fun. 
it was they had neat. the Miss Sweeney <laughs> get up and start dancing. It's cute. It's it's a fun performance. It was. It wasn't my favorite version of the song, though. Like, I think it was like a, kind of a mellowed out version of the song, and it just didn't get as big, which is kind of what is great about it. Like, the fact that it is so... Uh, that the the verses are small and the chorus gets big and then even bigger by the end. Um, Their harmony, by the way, the harmony in the second to last chorus is beautiful. And they do pull that off. They did pull that off in the live as well, which I thought was really good. I think if I remember correctly, are there no drums? Is there no drums in the? No drums. Nope. Not at all. That's, that's part of it. That's part of why. What what was the deal back then when this era, when, when, uh, and he just like was like, I, I don't feel like Pat Patrick didn't want to play the drums anymore. Like, what was that? I don't know. He's a pretty good guitar player. I was watching a video the other day of him messing around on guitar, and he's uh, just being like goofball Patrick, but he's like just super like shredding. And uh, oh, okay, okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, he 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 is. You know, I mean, the kind of the underrated background person to the to the band to the main two constant members of the band that you know also had side you know that has had side gigs side bands sure. what have you and and you know in those he's the, more the lead he's he's the singer he's the guitarist you know i i watched a couple of the the aol things today uh including uh what, which one was it uh if you're if you're wondering if i want you to uh i want you to um and in that one he played he plays the acoustic guitar riff and they had um, Josh Freese playing the drums, which was just so strange. It was like, I mean, I, Josh Freese is a great drummer. So I was like, terrific. Great. He's doing a wonderful job. But it was like, that's weird because there is a drummer in this band. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Um, I mean, I, I mean, it, 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 it very much. I mean, I always, I, I, almost every episode, I feel like I must, I must say something about the Beatles. And this, this is actually probably going to be a couple of times I'll say. <laughs> I still have something else more for, further along. Um but uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's definitely, especially during the White Album, there was a lot of switching around, and you know, because Ringo goes off for a couple of weeks, you know, kind of quits the band, what have you, um, during that time sure. period, and sure. Paul um, had to fill in and does very well had it. Um, and uh, but uh, but I mean, there, I mean, I, like I'm, I'm almost positive, like I think it's back in the USSR where like everyone's on a, di- a different instrument than what they do. Oh, really? And, that that uh, you know what? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. But but it, but it's just. You know, the you know being able to see Weezer and them doing that live in a setting like that, whatever, um, you know, just makes me think of how we missed out for the Beatles, essentially, ever oh, sure. seeing them kind of switch it up actually in a live you know setting. I mean, there was just the one last rooftop gig where I don't think anything like that happens. But yeah, I think uh, I, I'm trying to remember which album it was. I know REM did that as well. Okay, uh, I. Th- maybe it was out of time where they all just picked up different instruments and they like swapped like, the, like the drummer played guitar and like, uh, yeah. Cause just, they wanted to sound different. They were like, we want to come up with different sure. songs. Yeah. Um, now, but they, but their songwriting style was very different than Weezer's. Cause most of the time I know rivers brings them demos. Whereas um, it was kind of the other way around in REM, the musicians would like mess around with things and bring music to yeah. the band and Michael would then just write lyrics to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so is this, sorry, is this episode going to air probably after the, the red album, right? Right. Yeah. This is so, much further. further so down. you'll have already talked about yeah. the fact that the other three get to sing songs, which again was another thing that people before I listened to it, were already saying, 
oh, what a they tried that and this obviously didn't work. Those songs are fine. Like again, I get it. Again, yes, you listen to Weezer for Rivers to sing, obviously, but all three of those songs are fine. Especially, I especially like Cold Dark World, which I just now found out, uh, like again last week, that there's actually a Rivers version of it that was available as well, which also is great. Wow, I didn't know that. I'm gonna check it out. I think it was on the Ratitude iTunes stuff like they they put out like a bunch of extra stuff a friend of mine okay uh, i should have that somewhere yeah i'll check it out it's fun it's fun i I think it was a good yeah i like those songs too i think it's good but also yeah of course uh, rivers has like a um if not the best voice like a very distinct voice and that's yeah that's i think that's a huge part of the appeal for me at least for sure for sure I, i mean you mentioned the beatles you know ringo songs are a novelty. Yeah, <laughs> they're not. They're not what you go to the Beatles for. for sure. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, to me, they're bad. They're good songs. No, I like Yellow Submarine songs. is great. Yeah, Yellow Submarine is a great song that like everyone on Earth knows. Like, yeah. so yes, they nailed it. But it's still a weird novelty track, sort of. Like, it's not. Anyway, I, I don't. I'm not dissing Ringo. I love oh, Ringo. No. All the Beatles. we all love Ringo. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Cool. So. um Let's, uh, do we have anything else that we want to say about? Well, kind of, kind of back to an earlier thing, and that, so the, the the second reason for me to bring out the Beatles is you know that the 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 droning sitar you know mm-hmm. kind of thing that Brian Bell really especially especially you know tried to do and liked and had 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 issues with, but they figured stuff out and kind of came up with something. But you know, I mean, I just I, you know. I, just on the regular Wikipedia, not Wikipedia, Wikipedia, um, for uh, Tomorrow Never Knows, you know, mm-hmm. is the song I go to, to when I think about any, any, it doesn't matter, um, any, any song uh, by any band uh, being talked about uh, having a, a certain single note, you know, uh, droning in the background while, you know, certain others, certainly plenty, plenty of others are being played. But you know, like I, I mean, I, like I'm surprised that no one has created essentially at the bottom of every Wikipedia article page there is the categories <laughs> that that uh, are are there, and I don't see anything that says you know droning song drone song <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, there's avant pop song. There's songs about drugs, electronic songs, rock yeah, rock songs. Yeah, you but, hear that Wikipedia? Yeah, you- get on it. Yeah, <laughs> droning um, songs. But because I want to, essentially, I want a list. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you can just Google that. Really, you know, give me give me a list of all the songs that have. I wonder a if the, note the I wonder if the you, and you guys might know. I don't know how if you spent the zillion dollars to buy all of Rivers' demos. I wonder if the demo for Miss Sweeney is is up on his site. Well, and there there, there is this whole other thing that that uh, it is. this relates to is this alternate. You know, oh. other much like the songs from the black hole thing from the Pinkerton era. So in this, at this point, the the demos kind of version of some of these songs that, that ended up on Red Album, and and some that didn't or ended up on the uh, the deluxe edition here. Uh, it was called Deli- Deliverance at Hand. Deliverance oh. at Hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's so the. It, it, it's something I. I mean, I have not tried to find out and list all, all these 18 different songs. I mean, some of them I've certainly have listened to because they are on, like I said, they're on uh, either Red itself or the Deluxe or elsewhere. 
Yeah, I see oh, it pop up in it. my YouTube recommendations because I've been listening to a lot of uh, Weezer on mm-hmm. YouTube. So uh, I think you, if you just YouTube Deliverance yeah. at hand, the whole Probably. thing comes up. Oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, man, I totally got to hear this. I want to know if uh, Miss Sweeney is any good in the demo. Well, I mean, again, Brian obviously thought so. So Yeah, I think the demo is pretty good. If I remember, I didn't listen to it today, but I have I um, have been going through, like when we did, when we covered Make Believe, I, um, you can just, like, you don't have to buy the entire package of all the demos at once. You can go through and it's like 10 bucks for the Make Believe demos, like 10 bucks or whatever, 9 99 or something for the uh yeah. red album Ratatouille yeah i did one, one batch myself so far yeah all i've done but, which yeah. one did you do eric i uh, just just like a, a very general early like early ish on i think oh, okay you know, gotcha. i don't think it was just say like a certain certain era but maybe I, maybe it was i have to reinvestigate that soon yeah but i don't think i don't think the demo is significantly different from what i can remember I think it it might be similar to the the version that we get on the album. So yeah, awesome. I'll have to check it out. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy, Eric? Well, Zach, it's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work, not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And special offer to Feels Like Weezer listeners, you can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash Weezer. That's betterhelp.com slash Weezer. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And, and then the other thing, I mean, the, the, the thing that you were saying early on, Jordan, uh, that, uh, you know, 
you, you kind of feel like maybe that that uh, you know a, a fair number of fans you know would kind of you know be like you know really you, you like Sweeney? you know but I mean that supposedly it's it, it's it's a pretty well received oh great you know according to Wizardpedia the reception good uh, good yeah. rightly so yeah. rightly so so uh, I I did I don't know how much time there is between us recording this and this going yeah, on the, uh, like March okay so, here. so that's yeah. a long time for me <laughs> great great the world will be completely different by then yeah. um, because like right. I said I, I've mostly recorded a cover I will be done with it like you guys can play a clip from it if you want oh, I yeah. don't know if it's going to be great like I think it's fun Zach um, play the clip <laughs> <laughs> I, I I play the uh, the ukulele obviously because that's what I play a lot. Uh, the bass, uh, it's I I don't play bass well at all. So for the most part, my bass playing style is play the root of every chord. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's all you need to do. What else? What else do you need from a bass? You know. Yep. Yep. And then I have a, a banjolele, a little bit for color. I have a melodica and a shaker and some voices and uh it was a lot of fun one of the things i discovered in doing it because i I didn't i wasn't trying to recreate it exactly but at the same time i didn't have a ton of time so i was like i'll do i'll take my cues from it as much as i can there's a thing in the verses that i definitely didn't notice specifically until i was like really listening to go what do they do in this song where there's a little guitar there's little guitar trills where he while he's singing it'll go the guitar will just go and i was like all right i'll throw something in and i threw that i did it on melodica but oh boy i can't wait to hear this i'm excited <laughs> i hope you like it i hope you like it uh, you'll be able to hear it pretty soon i think um here was the other thought and this is not a thing i did but i thought about it for a minute and i went no i'm not doing that um i was like i wonder if we could do i could do a version of it where we say the song was actually written by Rivers to be sung by one of his former collaborators, Kermit the Frog, and it's about oh. Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I love it even more than, than the melodica trills. Hi. Hello. Miss Piggy. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you can, everybody can imagine that version, and it would be really great. Um, I did not do that version. I just did the lyrics normal, so. But it would be pretty fun. Wow, so if, and if, you're just leaving that out there? This billion-dollar idea? You're just going to put it out onto the the internet airwaves? Absolutely. Well, I'm assuming right. that Kermit the Frog listens to this and that yeah. he will take the idea. And Kermit, it, Kermit's so. a big Weezer fan. and yes. yeah, He's a, also a big Feels Like Weezer fan. We know this, yes. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah. Oh, my God. So much fun. What if, like, uh, yeah. I had a lot of fun <laughs> recording it today. I did. I really did. Well, we're uh, I'm waiting with bated breath to hear this version. Uh, I mean, we did just hear a clip of it, Zach. I hope you put it in there. <laughs> um, yeah. Excellent. I don't know if anyone else on Earth has ever done a cover of it. That's not true. I'm sure there are like yeah. YouTube. There covers, weren't right? a lot for it, for it uh, mm-hmm. supposedly being a fan favorite. I looked through the YouTube yeah, covers, and mm-hmm. I think there were only like eight that came up before it sort of fizzles out, and other weird things start coming up in the YouTube recommendations. If you go a little further down, and we don't know what they are, and we don't want to find out. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah, it's mostly just um, just like single fellas with their guitars in their bedrooms, you know. Yeah, and and I I'll, and I'll tell you, uh, that's what I kind of don't think works. Like, because like that's why I, I mean, most of the covers I record, and I I don't record that many anymore now because I because ever since my son was born, I've I've dropped off by a lot, but I recorded recently a cover of um, oh my god, uh, need some of that. Uh, which is how we uh, yeah, got in, right. in yeah. touch. And that's just me on the ukulele, putting it up on YouTube I'm all by myself. And I, for a, a second, when I started learning this song, uh, Miss Sweeney, I was like, well, that's probably what I'll do. But I was just like, no, it, it doesn't It doesn't work well. It's not good enough because it's kind of, well, it's kind of boring. If it, I, mean, it's, I mean, it's a song that's kind of boring on purpose, right? For parts of it. Yeah. Um, and so just playing it on, on the ukulele, by myself i was like this isn't this doesn't work i have to do it with like instruments and try to like do stuff um to make this work and i think it works a lot better so i'm i i i i i, I don't mean to cast dispersions on you weezer fans who did covers of it but i i'm skeptical that it worked yeah well we salute everybody who tried at the very least but some some songs definitely lend themselves to a more robust instrumentation and some songs uh lend themselves better to uh of you know singing and just uh playing on your guitar so, uh, it just depends on the song this one i think jordan that you might be right that this one might lend itself to a little more instrumentation yeah yeah i think so i mean i also i i would also be interested in hearing because that's another thing that i like to do when i cover songs but i did again didn't do it here um to really change the, the feel of a song, um, you know, to go a very different direction, like a really peppy version of this song or like, uh, you know, a country version of this yeah, song. Yeah, like, no, I would love that. <laughs> I would want to hear that. And maybe the most interesting one, and I should have written this down. Anyway, there's a guy on YouTube that plays a piano version, and I, oh. I couldn't see that there's any piano music around on the internet to uh, play it. So it seems like he made up his own arrangement, which I think is uh, a pretty cool move. And I yeah. think, I think that worked, that works pretty well. Just like solo piano has enough oomph behind it that it, I thought it was uh, interesting enough. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I unfortunately have, did not listen to much. Uh, the only one I really listened to um, is uh, the, the Weezer cover project. The Weezer cover project. So oh. that's you know it's it's all acoustic, it's no singing, you know all acoustic instrumental, and you know, you know I, I've mentioned before it's been a probably it's probably been a while um, since um, that that they apparently get some the, the, in the comments for it is from ten years ago and in the comments it uh, for a lot of their songs that they go they're going through all the songs just like we are or you know i think at some point they might have stopped but um uh, the 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 comments sometimes the comments for some of the songs because some of the songs they choose to not replicate the vocals the the melody what's being sung but in others they do so this one in an odd kind of way they do so it's and you so when you hear what what i think is going on you know better i'm which i'm i'm sure you know no no as well uh jordan that 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 you know the, these verses they are you know it, it is the monotone that we talked about it is the you know um and it's just something i don't know that i quite realized that that's probably what he was doing but I mean, it's just because there's this other weird little 
in doing that, it just seems to create some other weird fluctuation that does seem to happen, but really isn't, I think. Maybe. But so I mean, but 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 strings are being plucked. That's for sure. That <laughs> the notes that uh, on the on acoustic uh, guitar or whatever other instruments, um, uh, that uh, you know, it's replicating the these these the vocals on the on these two verses, and uh, it's it's pretty interesting, pretty good sounding. If there's anybody out there who is in like a like a full on old school country band okay like i can imagine a super cool country version of this with like pedal steel guitar and like like can you can you like imagine that i feel like it would be really effective like it, it's it's even kind of tonally could fit i don't know i think that would be really neat but obviously uh i don't have the capability to pull that off so there you are you hear that old timey country bands <laughs> get on it <laughs> So we're we're already getting Kermit, and now we're getting an old timey country band. There's going to be two covers of it because of this episode. I hope so. I this is my goal. I pray to whatever God I may or may not believe in that this is the case. Anyway, I feel like this is this has been our covers segment. So, yeah, that's um, for sure. Uh, the, the, so before we actually go into any of the other segments, um, okay, go ahead. Uh, yes, there's there's one last thing I'd want to point out, and it's Ooh. so prior to this. You know, Rivers writing it even in roughly May, say, 2006 or seven ish or whatever, and coming out in 2008, um, essentially. Um, uh, from 2003, another band that I, I know, Martin, you, you're, you're, you're aware of, um, but uh, Jordan, uh, uh, Bell and Sebastian. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're delightful. So Step into my office, maybe? Exactly. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's your, so, oh, your catastrophe God. Weightless, How probably. did I not think about that song? That song's amazing. It's a good one, so, yeah. Mean, it, and it, I feel like they could be sister it's, songs, it's, for sure. As far as I know, it's I don't think those lyrics are indicating, though, it's a secretary. It's more, it's actually, it's it's it's, it's giving the job. It's the interview portion yeah, of, yeah, of yeah. a uh, employer-employee relationship. Great song. And, I mean, they're, they're a very, very usually a mellow band but that yeah. song is a little more oh, yeah. up-tempo than their usual stuff yeah well most, and, most of that album is actually yeah that's opinion. true it's a great album it's a great album wow i can't believe i didn't think of that you're absolutely right it's if you haven't listened to it please everybody listen to it it's a really good song if you like miss sweeney you'll like that yeah i would say so these songs go together listen to them back to back make it a little <laughs> double feature for your ears i i honestly like i the only problem is i i I, w- I think that one might be better. That might be a better song, and it might make Miss Sweeney look worse. To yeah. Go next so, to it. do you think that you should listen to Miss Sweeney first, or do you think? Yeah. You should... Yeah. If you, if you, well, I mean, presumably you, you've already listened to Miss Sweeney, so I guess we're yeah. safe to say, feel free to listen to the other one. Oh, I was just, I was just thinking of the people who l- listen to Feels Like Weezer before they actually listen to the song, so they can find oh, does out. That happen? No, I don't think so. Yeah, that seems unlikely. No, it's just a person that I made up in my mind yeah. that I would love if they existed, but there's I mean, no listen, way that they do. I will tell you, you'd never know. You'd never do. I, I just did the 200th episode of my Sailor Moon podcast, Sailor Business, and we got uh, contacted by, I think on Twitter, somebody tweeted that they have listened to every episode without ever watching Sailor Moon. That's pretty wild. <laughs> well, and I was just uh, guesting on, no, no, actually on my own show, my own other show, Almost Famous Minute, um, 
I was just mentioning recently that uh, because I had Jonathan Howell on from uh, uh, Cast and the Furious, that I've been watch- listening to all of his episodes on you know going through Fast and Furious one quarter chunk at a time. Um, uh, yet I have never seen any of them except except for Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> the one okay, that's very weird. That's wild. I've seen that is not considered You're by some crazy fashion. person, Eric. Yeah. But I love it. I love but that about it's you. a good. It's a great show. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. You should watch all of the Fast and Furious movies. They're amazing. Yeah. They are way fun. <laughs> They're super fun. <laughs> All right, let's. How about we blast off into these segments? You want to, uh, yeah. Jordan? This is my favorite segment. I don't know. You've probably never listened to this show, but we like to talk about what happens in the left channel and the right channel of the oh, song, okay. and whether or not there are any differences between the two channels. And we have a little song that plays. We're gonna play it now, and then Eric's gonna tell us whether or not there are differences in the left channel and the right channel. Let's go. Left channel, right channel, left channel. Um, so, uh, I really couldn't figure out any differences. I mean, maybe, maybe very, I mean, this is the way it usually goes too. It's my favorite segment. I love it. The slightest, the slightest, maybe a little something, you know, I mean, you know, and, and, you know, you know, taking the time to have it be just ever so slightly different is, is odd in my mind, but. You know, and we've we've been you know certainly through like uh, uh, especially that was what the the second half of a uh, uh, make believe there seemed like it got really really far away from uh, having any differences that I could that I could distinguish. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well, my main goal I think this, with, with this of anything else, yeah. yeah, with this podcast is that maybe somebody involved with the yeah. making of a Weezer album somewhere down the line <laughs> will. Uh, We'll put something in the in the left channel or the right channel. That's a, a special yeah. a special message just for Eric, just for Eric to listen to. That's like the the main goal. That's a huge goal, but it, maybe we can do it if we keep plugging along. You know, we've got a long way to go. Oh, do like does the does the no probably not, or you would have mentioned it. But like, does the the like background chatter is that in both channels or is it? In one channel more than the other. No, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure both channels. Okay. Mm. It would be cool if the yeah, drum... yeah, that's oh, that's on. one, little, one that's one weird little part of this that we really didn't talk about too. Yeah, there's just babbling it's someone in the background. Not part of the lyrics. No, they don't. Yeah, they don't say what it is. And you'd think even on like Weezerpedia, somebody would have been like, you can hear them yeah. saying this, this, and this, mm-hmm. but no one has done that. No. Uh, I don't know what they say. It's yeah. just kind of. <laughs> there's like definitely like mention of a project, you know. Ah, okay. <laughs> More business. Mr. Business doing his business. <laughs> I love the Mr. Business character. Why does he talk so weird? I don't, it doesn't matter. He's, he's a good character. He's great. All right. So I have a question, another question for Eric, and that is whether or not this song is on Rocksmith. Eric. We're going to find out. It it unfortunately is not, man. And 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 actually, uh, real recently, as 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 far as uh, recording this, uh, I've actually been back into uh, playing some Rocksmith lately. Um, so uh, doing doing some of those early or, or or the ones the ones for the Red Album, uh, playing playing at least the ones that were in in uh, the normal standard tuning for for guitar. 
Did you get um, into uh, and, and Did you get into playing any of the Greatest Man Who Ever Lived? We were talking about that right. in an earlier yeah, episode. So, so and that and that is like yeah, it's a it's a E flat tuning, and so I so I did actually tune my guitar for that one, and and did 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 take a one little stab at it. I wow, think. that's commitment. But uh, yeah, so I hope hopefully I, I left my guitar in that uh, tuning, so hopefully I'll give some more time to that soon. Yeah. Cool. And now the next segment is the ratings. Are you ready to rate this song? Yeah. Rah, 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 rating. Rah, rah, rating. We decide what we think about a song and then rah, 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 I'm actually gonna make you go first. Oh, jeez! Yeah. All right. And I think I think I told you in the green room, uh, Jordan. Uh, zero to ten. Oh, yeah. Zero to zero, ten. Zero being the worst, ten being the best. Yeah. It's well, it's certainly not gonna get a zero, so no worries. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the the difficulty of going first is just that I don't know, I, I I don't know like what your where you guys fall. Like I, just hearing zero to ten, I want to go with eight, and that's very good in my opinion. Yeah, I, that's like, a great rating for sure. Okay, great, great. Then eight, because like, yeah, I really like this song. Um, I'm not 100% sure I'd give any of the other tracks on the Red Album other than Greatest Man and eight. Is that true? Mm. I mean, Troublemaker's fun. Pork and Beans is fun. Those would all be around there, but I think this one edges them out. So um, yeah, eight is, I think, really good. It's not the best song ever made. It's not even Weezer's best song, but it's a really fun song that I like a lot. Yeah, and I've sometimes that we have the guest uh, give their rating after we go, and sometimes it bums me out because I feel like m- my rating or Eric and our rating is like coloring the guest rating, and gotcha. I just want I wanted to hear just for myself. I wanted to hear your unfiltered opinion on what you think, but I'm gonna go next, and mine is pretty similar. I'm gonna go with a seven point four. That's gonna be my rating. Oh, seven point four. Right. I just. Uh, I was going to go with seven, but I wanted to add a, a little extra. I wanted a little oomph, but I didn't quite want to go to seven and a half. So 7.4. Love it. Thank you. And I will give it what you were just saying, a seven <laughs> on the nose. <laughs> um, and yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty good, but it's not, it's, it's not uh, making me my uh, feely bits uh, tingle quite like. Some of the others, like Greatest Man Ever Lived. That 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 is that is, I'm pretty sure was if if we remember right, I think. Hopefully. <laughs> um, wink wink. Um Greatest Man Ever Lived, uh yeah, I'm pretty sure was my top. Yeah. For the album. Yeah, that, I think that might have been So we can be I, can, I can't I actually can't remember. I'm not gonna say whether or not it was my top. <laughs> at, at least between the or not, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. At least he and I can. <laughs> Yeah, great. Well, an- another episode of the old podcast and uh, another song covered. We're going to keep going. Hopefully, uh, you know, neither of us dies before uh, before we finish or before Rivers. Maybe we can catch up. He's a machine. He's a songwriting machine, this guy, Rivers Kihomo. It's very, Absolutely. very difficult for us to, uh, especially at like one episode every two weeks. I don't even know if it's possible for us to catch up if... Uh, Especially with Weezer putting out this year two albums, I don't know. Yeah, pick up the pace. Well, yeah, maybe I mean, we, that's we, what we I say. Because because yeah. Jordan, we started out at two a week. Oh my goodness! 
<laughs> I'm saying we need to we need to start doing two a day, and I'm gonna keep pushing for uh, this. <laughs> <laughs> the first podcast to put out more than one episode. <laughs> maybe there's something else. Out there. Or maybe we should just like live stream us talking yeah. for. Uh, and we should have two other hosts, and then we should take shifts, yeah. and we should never stop talking about Weezer songs. And then when we get to the end, we should just start over again and always be doing that forever for the rest of our lives. That makes sense. I think right. that makes a lot of sense. You know what? It makes kind of more sense than anything that I've ever said before in my entire life. Wow. Wow. Okay, I'll do it. You talked me into it, Jordan. Thank you so much for being here. Do you yeah. have anything that you want to uh, um, plug or tell the people that are listening about? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I mentioned that. Uh, well, so this is next year. Sometime last year, we finished <laughs> our 200th episode of Sailor Business. So we did all 200 episodes of the original Sailor Moon anime, if you're a Sailor Moon fan, or apparently if you're not we tell you what happens in every episode so you could just experience it through me and chris sims talking about it um other than that i don't know read comics they're great i agree comics are great read them <laughs> um and and what about you know because i've definitely uh, checked it out and listened to a, a few of your uh your uh, videos on uh youtube oh you know, yeah the, the, sure which, which which is where you you uh, generally, I, I believe, unless you have some other locations too. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I post covers on YouTube. Yeah, uh, ukulele. If you search Jordan D. White, you'll find me. Or, or I think it's Cast Wax is the is yeah, the right. channel. Um, and they're they're all up on YouTube, but uh, or at least a lot of them. But also, I do have a Bandcamp under okay. Cast and Wax or Jordan D. White as well. And there's links to it in the YouTube things as well. So if you get to one, you can get to the other. Um, yeah, super fun. I, I I love playing the ukulele. I don't do it as much as I used to, but I recorded like, I don't know, something in the realm of a hundred and thirty songs, just quick ukulele covers, and then something in the realm of like I don't know fifty in 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 full orchestrated ones. Um, I did a couple of Weezers, I think. What did I do? I feel like I did another Weezer. Oh, I did uh, California Kids at least as well. Oh dang, in, that's in a addition. banger! Yeah, good one. Yeah, it was I haven't fun. heard that. I heard your uh, what was the other one that you said that you did? I know I heard uh, that one. Need some of that? Yeah, need some of that. That's a that was a good one. But I'm gonna yeah, yeah. I'll check out the California kids. I gotta add all these uh, Jordan White uh, ukulele covers to my YouTube playlist. Excellent, excellent, yeah. love it, love I'm it. I'm excited. I, I, yeah, I like uh, I like hearing you sing. It's good. Thank you well, for doing that. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> and Eric, do you wanna? Uh, Say say what you got going on. Uh, yeah, uh, so like I mentioned at the beginning, uh, Watchmen Minute. That was the old uh, first Movies in a Minute show I did, uh, and and Jordan D White was on a few episodes of that. Where I trashed because, it. Because, where yeah, I trashed. He, he loves that movie so much. No, he he loves the book so much. Yeah, he, <laughs> he has this uh, disaffinity for yeah, the, the Zack Snyder spectacle. Hey, I loved the show. I was shocked. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, uh, so, and then, uh, almost famous minute is my second one that, uh, probably is wrapping up, uh, possibly around this time <laughs> at this point, uh, that this is coming out. Um, um, uh, and, and both almost famous minute and this, uh, show feels like Weezer are on pantheonpodcast.com, uh, uh, like a 70 plus, uh, podcast shows on all about, uh, various forms of music, um, uh, mostly rock, I would say, but, uh, you know, Hey, there's a little diversions here and there. That's for sure. Uh, you ought to check them all out. Cool. Got to catch them all. Yeah. 
And <laughs> by that I mean the Eric every Eric Nash podcast. You got you got to oh. catch him. Uh, yeah, and I don't really do very much, but I have a little Bandcamp. You can check me out, bandcamp.com slash Martin David Tapia. If you liked the theme song to this show and the little theme songs to the segments, then you want to hear more music that's kind of like that, uh, check me out, bro. Awesome. Uh, hi. Hello. Hi. Wait, hi? That's not... That's this... <laughs> That's how the song starts, though. You say, "Oh, I gotcha." But then you should have started the podcast that way. Like, hi. You know how come? Is there? Well, never mind. I wanted to say, like, when you say "bye," like, why is there no be- "below"? Like, uh... <laughs> hello. <laughs>
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 